0: Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Salt and Light Hour. I'm Deacon Pedro. Today we're going to be opening up the Salt and Light Treasure Vault and pulling out some of our favorite conversations. We begin by speaking with Don Caffrey, author of the children's book Our Holy Father, the Pope. And singer-songwriter Amanda Vernon tells us about her new album, Acoustic Collection. In our second half hour, we have a featured conversation with Chris Stefanik about his new confirmation resource, Chosen. And we end the program by meeting Catholic singer-songwriter and hip-hop artist, Joe Melendris. We begin now with our Holy Father, the Pope. Okay, quick test. Who was the first Pope? Who was the second Pope? You know who the Pope is now, but do you know who was Pope before John Paul II? Do you know what the Pope does? Do you know how the Pope is elected? Do you know why we have a Pope? These are some of the topics that are covered in the new children's book, Our Holy Father, The Pope by Don Caffrey and Emmanuel Baudisson. And to tell us all about it, I'm now joined by Don Caffrey. Don, welcome to the Salt and Light Hour.
1: Glad to be with you, Deacon Pedro.
0: So you you know the answers to all those questions. Presumably. I know the answer
1: to some of them. I don't claim to be an expert, but I, I did write the children's book about it to try to uh, to help us all along, get along a little bit further along in the subject.
0: Now, why, and I actually kind of want to go to some of the answers again, but how do you, why did you feel that there was a need to explain, or to write a book to explain the papacy?
1: When my own children were small, uh, Deacon Pedro, I you know, like to find uh, Catholic children's books for them on different subjects, of course, of of Catholicism, and naturally, I thought that there would be one about the papacy. You know, ba- basically, what does the Pope do, and how is he elected, and all those kind of things. But mm-hmm. I couldn't find one, so eventually, I I decided to try my own hand at it. So that's kind of it in a nutshell.
0: Right, but your children are not little anymore. So either it took right. you a really long time.
1: <laughs> right. Well, this this process was very long in, in happening. Uh, oh, it my, was. My son's now grown, and my daughter's a freshman in college. So, uh, uh, so it's, it's this has been a a long process.
0: Because you're not, I mean, you're not an author. You're not a, a writer. You're a mechanical engineer. You 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 work for the Louisiana Department of <laughs> Environmental Quality. So how was this? Did you find um, this process a a new experience for you? How how did it all come about?
1: Well, uh, actually, I did, uh, I guess, co-author a book, uh, I guess, about 10 or 12 years ago on the brown scapular. It's called Garment of Grace. Uh But uh, uh, I did, you know, I have... Dabbled in writing before. This is the first book that has been published under my name. Right. But uh, I, but it's it's definitely not what I do for a living. <laughs> my my I'm just a Catholic dad, really. That's my only claim to uh, qualifications.
0: It's interesting. S- sorry, it's interesting because I and I speak to uh, either authors of children's books or, or 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 even people who are doing children's music, and they always say the same thing that they that they started doing it because they found that there was nothing there, and they wanted to have something for their children. Um, right. Did you find, I mean, clearly by the time you wrote the book or the book was, was in the works, you had already had these conversations with your own kids.
1: Right. And so I, I just, just explained it to them as, as best I could with out of my own knowledge. And, uh, uh, you know, I, 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 they were around when I was... Writing the manuscript, so uh, they they got the benefit of what I learned. But uh, right if, for, to be able to convey it to, to other other folks, other families, I, I you know I was very glad to see the the, uh, the book to finally get published uh, last year, and, and uh, so I'm very joyful about that and thankful.
0: Yeah, it was good timing too with, with the election of Pope Francis happening around the same time. Um, did you right. find that y- there w- there was that you also learned a lot in putting the book together?
1: Oh oh definitely uh, uh Deacon Pedro and I guess the biggest thing I learned uh, that was how much the, the 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 papacy the office of the papacy is uh based in scripture uh you know there's sort of a, a stereotype out there that that Catholicism and a lot of Catholic beliefs are 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 not in the Bible but that's really not the case at all with with the papacy and and uh, th- that's why I spent so much time in the book uh, talking about the life of Saint Peter is mm-hmm. is because uh, the, the modern papacy is 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 very firmly based in, in scripture.
0: Now, you, you as you said, you start with you know looking at the Jesus calling Simon, and there's a lot of the history of of, of Peter and Simon. You know, walking trying trying to walk on the water. Um, even historically, the first pope. Um, and what even happens after Scripture, um, in terms of our tradition, with Saint Peter's crucifixion, for example? Why right. did you choose to I format guess, uh, it this way?
1: My my thinking, Deacon Pedro, was uh, I th- this book is meant to be sort of uh, like my idea of it as being a sort of like apologetics for ch- for children. Okay. Um, that they I wanted them to understand. The the, the, the the roots of, of what the beliefs are and and to me i had to go back to to scripture and and, and the life of saint peter and and the interactions between him and and, and jesus and and actually the plan it, it comes down to to god's plan for the church you know the, this was the, the 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 foundation stones of how god uh, uh, designed his church in in his in his eternal wisdom mm-hmm. so uh it's it's really quite it was quite eye-opening for me to to come to a deeper understanding of these things and I want to try to put it in simple language that, that, that the Catholic uh, kids can can uh, absorb these things and that'll uh, hopefully that'll help to uh, to confirm them in, in their Catholic identity and even make them uh, become evangelizers
0: absolutely uh, you know what I'm, I, that's a good way to put it in terms of apologetics because yeah you explain Jesus giving the keys to Peter what happened at the Last Supper um even with peter's denial um and right jesus and that's to show
1: the human side of peter it wasn't because he was the smartest no apostle or the, the the you know had the best resume or whatever it was it was uh he but he what he did have it was a good heart you know he he did deny jesus three times mm-hmm. but he repented of that so sincerely and and uh Peter is just a, a wonderful model for those of us that are sinners, yeah, and and, and want you know we need the mercy of, of Jesus to to get along, and I wanted to bring that out.
0: Absolutely, and then then Jesus, um, the three the three calls after the resurrection: Simon, son of John, do you love me? Feed my lambs. You even go into the the speech after Pentecost when Peter. I guess that was the first preaching moment of. Of 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 the leader of the church as the church which is the church began so it, there's there's right. a lot of uh, really great stuff here now you also f- f- um, have little little uh, mini biographies of four great popes how did you choose these four great popes
1: okay well I uh, I chose two from ancient times and two from modern times basically okay but uh, they were I guess each one of them sort of uh, illustrates a different important aspect of, of the papacy and and is also I thought would be interesting to to children type of thing.
0: Okay, so we got Clement the First, and then Leo the Great, and then you have Pius the Tenth, and uh, Pope John Paul the Second, of course.
1: Right Cle- to me, Clement uh, illustrates the principle of apostolic succession because uh-huh. uh, his his name is is mentioned in the Bible, and, yes. and he was actually uh, uh, ordained by by uh, Saint Peter himself, mm-hmm. according to tradition.
0: Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Um, why do you think? And or and I guess you would have had this experience being a parent, but why do you think we need to teach our kids about the papacy and the Pope? Why not just let them figure it out like why is that important
1: it's just it's just a, a one aspect of of the Catholic faith and of the church, but very important one uh, the pope is is um I guess a symbol of unity you know we believe that, that the the church is one. Holy, Catholic, and Apostolic, mm-hmm. but the, the 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 oneness, the unity of the Church, uh, the, the Pope is a living symbol of that because he's just one Pope. We just have one leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's he's a, uh, I guess the, sometimes called the Bishop of Bishops. We we mm-hmm. have bishops who are the successors of the apostles, but the Pope is is, is the presides over them in in love and and uh, and so he's he's the one who draws them together. That uh, that's and that's illustrated in in Acts chapter fifteen with with the the council of Jerusalem where the there was the first serious yes. dispute in the early church and right. and Saint Peter is really the one who settled that and and, uh, and 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 gave the correct answer I guess you could say and mm-hmm. and and the, the rest of the apostles uh, fell silent I mean they they realized that he was right so
0: yeah so that's Absolutely. kind of the, the
1: Pope's one of the Pope's uh, unifying roles there yeah
0: now who would you say this book is for.
1: Uh, the publisher uh, recommends i guess age 6 to 10 mm-hmm. uh, i have some cousins who are homeschoolers and they tell me that uh, probably grades uh, 3 to 5 is about the the optimum range for kids to read it to themselves of course younger younger yes. children can understand it if it's if it's if,
0: if it it's read to them but yeah of course mm-hmm. um, this is great don i'm I'm really happy I was very excited to get the book and and to read it i already passed it along to some children who i know and 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 they S- oh, sat down right. to read it. I mean it, it's, well, it's that's what I wanted. It's very well done and I and I agree with you that it's a great way to get the kids to give them in the information definitely so that they can have those conversations uh, or answer questions that their friends might have. Um, right. but also just as a as a good storybook, I think it works really well as well. So so good good job. Thank you for being with us today. Yes, thank you. God Don, bless you. Don Caffrey is a mechanical engineer. He works as a technical advisor at the Louisiana Department of Environmental Quality. He and his family are members of of the St. Agnes Parish in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. He is the author of Our Holy Father, the Pope, The Papacy from St. Peter to the Present, which is published by, it's co published by Ignatius Press and Magnificat. Here now is our featured artist of the week, Amanda Vernon with Prayer of St. Francis from her album Acoustic Collection. That was Amanda Vernon with Prayer of St. Francis from her new album, Acoustic Collection. Last we heard from Amanda Vernon, about a year ago, she had just released her last album, her latest album, Interior Gaze. Amanda Vernon is a recording artist, a singer, a pianist, and composer in a genre of music that she calls soulful pop music. Amanda recorded her first album when she was 15 and has just released her seventh album, Acoustic Collection. And to tell us all about it, I'm now joined by Amanda Vernon. Amanda, welcome back to the Salt and Light Hour.
2: Oh,
3: thanks so much for having me on Salt and Light, Deacon Pedro. It's an, it's an honor.
0: Yeah, I, so I want, I want to ask you about the album, of course, but I know that John Paul II has inspired you greatly. So what were you thinking this weekend? How, how do you feel about the fact that he was finally canonized?
3: oh man i don't think it's really sunk in yet we we had a beautiful uh celebration in honor of the canonization in grand rapids michigan my Uh hometown and um a lot of people gathered and we had eucharistic adoration and it was just a wonderful time to praise the lord for man for the the tremendous blessing of being able to to grow up alongside of uh, of a saint you know yeah and just the impact that his uh his teachings have had on my life and and on me as an artist are just um kind of incomparable i think to to other <laughs> other writings uh mm-hmm. his especially in the theology of the body which has really inspired uh my the CD that you know that i that i released and last your year gaze,
0: yeah. Your gaze. yeah yeah good yeah i know i think everybody everybody feels the same way we're still just sort of we knew he was a saint but we're still sort of absorbing it um right. uh you I think I can say this on the air you're expecting your third child
3: Yes, thank you congratulations The rumors are true Woo.
0: the rumors are true <laughs> um I, I, am I correct in saying that being a mother is an important part of who you are being a wife um how has being a mother changed your work your writing your songwriting has it
3: Oh man, yes, you're you're so correct. I I was explaining to one of my friends just just today how my first priority in, in life is is my vocation as a wife and a mom. And mm-hmm. I mean, of course, that's under the umbrella of I'm i my life belongs to God, but that's how I live it out yeah. as a wife and a mom. Yes, and then my music is my apostle. You know, my music flows out from that, and uh, so yeah, as our as our family grows and changes. Um, I be, I'm, I change I change as well and I think that just naturally spills over into my music and my ministry as well.
0: Mhm. You have you have two little ones under 4 years old under 3 years right. old they're little.
3: Under 4 so we'll have three under 4 if the baby arrives uh, on time.
0: <laughs> so you spend a lot of time uh <laughs> running around. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <You> got it. <laughs> um w- um this identity, I guess, as a as a woman, as a mother, as a wife, um, I know that it comes through in your concerts, mm-hmm. um, but I also know that sometimes, uh, and in the concert setting, you do it, but you might also do it as a separately as a con- conference. Is it important for you to to empower? Wi- wi- I don't mean to sound like you're a feminist, but to empower women, <laughs> um, the feminine genius, empower you know, as a as a sure. daughter of God, um, would you say that that's part of your your apostolate?
3: yeah absolutely empowering other women in their call to serve the lord ho- however that might be would mm-hmm. be you know a huge goal of mine so if if that call is is like mine in in being a wife and a mother, then I love to speak to like how how do we serve God through that um and i and i believe I believe that every woman is called to motherhood in in some way now uh-huh. some will live it out. You know, through biological motherhood, but some it's going to be more of a spiritual expression of motherhood. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the coming up on having our third child, it's um, I'm just so blessed. Like our cup is really overflowing with blessings. <laughs> yes,
0: yes, and diapers. Um, <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't want to make necessarily the connection, but maybe there is. So this new album, it, clearly it's acoustic. It's called Acoustic Collection. But we and we've heard two of the songs already. It's You at the Piano um this is raw it, it was a concert that you felt that you filmed that you taped right it, would you say that there's that th- this is maybe i should ask you what is the reason why you chose to go this way for an album instead of doing what you've done before in terms of full production
3: right so it's it's not a, a studio album as as the rest of my CDs have been Mm -hmm. Um, it has that live feel there's an an audience there and a a lot of it just listening to the the people who fan base seems like a funny word to me but listening to our fan base I guess those who are supporting our our music and our our family and, and we've really heard that um people after concerts would say, you know, this was more than just music. This is, this is ministry, this is an experience, this, right. is, this is prayer. And so that's really what we tried to capture in the acoustic collection. Not, not just songs, but, but that, that sense of being at the event, of, of hearing some of these stories and, and praying along.
0: So are some of the songs uh, older songs that you've decided to include in this concert setting, or are all the songs new songs?
3: Right, actually, since this is actually my sixth album and okay. a few of my projects, as you mentioned at the start of the show, that I, I released, you know, when I was fifteen, my first album. So yes. the, the change in my voice, the change in my yes. demeanor, and, and myself is it, huge in that in that those ten years or so.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: so I did take a lot of songs from those previous recordings that I still play live and I put it all into one collection right. in this acoustic collection so I, I, that's another reason to, to have it all like gathered under one CD for people yeah.
0: Would you still classify or call the, your type of music soulful pop?
3: You know, this one, <laughs> I guess I have a hard time classifying this one as a genre yes. of music I mean, it's, yes. I guess it's inspirational but the, the, the style of music I think still has a lot of soulfulness to it. Um, yes, and it's not all slow songs, even though they are prayerful.
0: Yeah, no. In fact, I, I was going to ask you about "I'm Not in Heaven" because it's, oh, yeah. and I don't know if there's a, a whole kind of tongue-in-cheek thing about "I'm in Heaven," the musical
2: <laughs> version, <laughs>
0: because it's it sounds it sounds like a musical, like it's just right out of Broadway.
3: <laughs> yeah, I have so much fun uh, with that song, playing it live and getting people involved. And, uh, my pastor growing up in, in Michigan would talk about how, you know, don't try to get your heaven here, like save it. Yeah, <laughs> It'll right. be better. Um, and, and for me being a kind of a perfectionist type of musician, a lot of the times I, I get disappointed when things aren't, aren't perfect. And, and it's a good reminder to remember, Hey, I, right now I, I get four tastes of heaven, but, but this isn't the ultimate, uh, the ultimate
0: place here. That's that's a good good reminder. Now you're busy. I know that you're you have some tour dates. I'm not going to rhyme off all of them because people can go to your website and find out. But you're in Minnesota on May fourth. Uh, you're back at home in in Grand Rapids on for the 9th and the thirteenth. There's a women's conference in Ohio on May seventeenth. All that information is at amandavernon dot um, You are making the album available, explain this to us, available for sale only next week?
3: Sure, yeah. Well, when anyone comes to a live event, they'll be able to pick up a copy of Acoustic Collection. So they can check out my website, AmandaVernon.com, and check out the tour tab, and they can Uh see when they can come see us in person. But next week, well, this coming week, um, May 3rd, 3rd. the 9th, we're going to make the album available for anyone around the world who has internet connection or even if they give us a call on our toll-through number which is 888 Psalm 98 then they'll be able to purchase it for for a brief window, just a week.
0: So May 3rd to the 9th you can purchase the album online or call 888 Psalm 98 to get the album and after that you can only buy it if you go to one of your concerts.
3: Yeah exactly.
0: Good, so that's a special treat for the concert goers. Great. Thank you so much. Good stuff. Yeah, nice you're talking welcome. to and you. And are
3: we giving away a few? We are. You we oh
0: did you say a few? Um. <laughs> We're giving away at least one, I know. But if you'd like to offer our lis- more of just one of our listeners, uh, absolutely. There we Yeah, will be
3: I thought I had to che- This is like a marriage moment. I had to check with my husband. But I thought he said three. Uh, that's, that's what I heard. Uh,
0: well, there you go. You heard it here first. Three <laughs> of our listeners are getting uh, copies of Acoustic Collection. Uh, so that's a special treat. Thank you. And, and I'm very happy that, that the, the songs that we've been hearing on this program today are first time on the radio. So r- you heard it here on the Salt and Light Hour. Um, Amanda, thank you very much for what you're doing. Congratulations on your third child. Um, keep doing what you're doing, and and hopefully our paths will cross again. Michigan's not that far away from Ontario.
3: Right. It's yeah, we're kind of neighbors, so I hope kind so. Of.
0: All right. You can find out more about Amanda Vernon, book her for your parish or event, and buy her music at amandavernon.com. Now, again, pay attention. Amanda's acoustic collection album, the new album, will be available for purchase as a CD or uh, as MP th- MP3s at Amanda's website, amandavernon.com, or you can call 1888 Psalm 98. And also, it's important that to remember that it's only going to be sold for that one week, starting today, May 3rd to the 9th. And after that, it will, be, it will become a live event exclusive. Um, and as Amanda said, three of our listeners will get a free copy. So if you like the music, go to our website, saltandlighttv.org radio and sign up for a chance to win. Here now is Amanda Vernon with that song that we were talking about, I'm Not in Heaven, from her new album, Acoustic Collection. <laughs>
2: Lose my wallet and my keys All this trouble around me keeps me Searching for the heavenly But for now it leaves me with this simple song to sing Like to try this with me? I'm not in heaven Ready?
3: No twists, no turns, no flaws If you clamp, hands out like
2: it's supposed to But for now we gotta stand and fight We gotta show the world
0: the difference We're listening to Amanda Vernon with I'm Not in Heaven from her new album, Acoustic Collection. You're listening to a special edition of the Salt and Light Hour. I'm Deacon Pedro. Check out our website at saltandlighttv.org radio. Now I think that many of us who've been involved in parish confirmation prep can express some level of frustration. Most parishes are just not equipped to offer a full confirmation program. In some cases, even Catholic schools can't manage to offer this. And parishes that rely on volunteers don't have the manpower or the time and resources to make sure that these volunteers are properly trained and formed. It's a frustrating challenge that many parishes face. Wouldn't it be great if a program existed that had an easy to follow guide for leaders, engaging videos with great speakers who speak to the young people in a language that they can understand, with new and fresh ways to present the faith? Wait, this actually exists. And now to tell us all about it, we're now joined by co-author of the chosen confirmation resource, Chris Stefanik. Chris, welcome to the program.
4: Hey, it's an honor beyond.
0: So, okay, why? I expressed some frustration just now, but is that why we've you've come up with this uh, confirmation? That's why. This
4: isn't. Yeah, this is something that was burning on my heart since I got into parish youth ministry 15 years ago in the yeah. East LA area, and I was looking for resources that were comprehensive and really taught the faith, that were uh, highly engaging, and almost more importantly easy to use. So I could put it in the hands of the average parish volunteer who hasn't been to school for theology, who's not a trained youth minister, and say, here, here's the resource, go change kids' lives. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. And for years I've been looking for it, and uh, uh, probably six, seven years ago I, I pitched the idea to Ascension Press. We started working on it five years ago. I'm thrilled by what's come out.
0: It is. It's, it's excellent. And and you know what, I'm going to keep talking about this. I've already given it to my youth minister in my parish. It's like, you guys have to do this because uh, like I said, it's so, it, it's so easy to use. Um, so yeah. how did you, I mean, you have a lot of experience in youth ministry and, 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 and just speaking to young people in general. So, but how did you come up with the idea? How did you partner up uh, with, I guess, all the players and, and how did it all evolve?
4: We just really looked for some of the most gifted youth ministry presenters uh, in the country, yeah, um, and and made sure that they were were on camera filming. Uh, but honestly, before we even approached them, gathered people together for over a year to come up with the curriculum to make sure we we're hitting uh, hitting every essential for the faith.
0: Okay, so wait, so the hol- kids
4: who went through this really know the faith.
0: Okay, so hold on a second there. So so you had to put the curriculum together. So talk to us about that. So how did you figure out? Like, who are the people who helped you? come up with these 24 24 sessions and what are sort of the, yep. the things that get hit
4: well we ha- had a handful of uh, youth ministers uh, the, the head of catechetics at, at uh, Steubenville who's a professor okay. yep. uh, priest just to make sure we have a lot of brains working on this together mm-hmm. um, and we structured the learning experience so that it's, it's teaching them the faith in a comprehensive way but more than that uh, so that it's changing their hearts which is really the goal of catechesis. It's not just to teach them facts, right. but to bring them to an encounter with Jesus that, that changes their lives and keeps them Catholic forever. Uh-huh. Uh, so we start off the program presuming nothing. You know, we're not just going to launch into uh, the sacramental life of the Church. We launch into, uh, initially, questions like, why? what am I looking for in life? hmm uh okay, you're looking for happiness in life. Okay. Yeah. You know your faith has everything to do with uh achieving the kind of happiness you were made for. You mm-hmm. know, so it leads them through that 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 phase so that they're actually interested in learning the rest. Right. So so uh, you
0: start sorry, so you start with assuming nothing that these kids are not catechized, they're not evangelized, why am I here? What makes me happy? That's something that everybody has in common. They don't have to be catechized, and then from there on you you, you continue with you know who is God? Is God real? Who is Jesus? Why be Catholic? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, until you get to, hopefully, you get to the sacraments at some point, and what confirmation is, yep. right?
4: That's right. And then, and then teach them how to live out the faith in a deep way. You know, yeah. Uh, through through the you know living a good moral life, but more importantly, being a kingdom builder and yeah. living a life of prayer and serving other people. And so it brings us through that whole journey of faith. Um, yeah. and my main motive honestly in in, uh, in co-authoring this thing was my own kids. I got a I got uh two of my kids are now teenagers and they're going through the program and I couldn't be happier with how them and their friends are responding.
0: Right. No, actually that's good because you have probably had your kids giving you feedback as you were putting this together. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah,
4: and it it's hitting the mark.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, okay, so once you figure out the curriculum and then you approach, tell us about who these, these speakers are. How did you dis- you decide kind of the content for the videos and how the whole program works?
4: Yeah, so we, I, I, uh, these are people I've, I've long admired who I've just seen are so beautiful kids. Mm-hmm. People like Chris Padgett, Jason Everett, Father Mike Schmidt, yeah, uh, Leah Darrow. Um, so, so we put them in front of the cameras. We filmed in over 40 locations. And I know you've seen the videos, and there's uh, some yeah. clips of it available online that show that the quality that, that, that Ascension Press hit here, it really does compete with what kids are used to watching in second Media.
0: Absolutely. You know,
4: it's it's going to keep their attention. Absolutely. Um, and we bounce the learning experience back and forth between the DVDs and a really quality workbook. So they're not, even though the DVDs are engaging, they're not watching the lesson for 20 minutes. They're mm-hmm. watching for five or six minutes. Yeah. going to the small groups of workbook, going back to the DVDs. So it, it it appeals to the very short attention span of most teens and, frankly, most adults.
0: Yeah, no, and I think that it's good not just because the attention span, because the focus is not the videos. The videos are there as a, as a supplement, and, and I guess it's the yep. core teaching, but then it's all about what's happening in the class and how, you know, the small discussion groups, you watch video discussion group, I guess, what, there's three videos per les- per lesson. Um, yep. um so three clips, three clips. sorry yeah exactly uh, but that's not just the lesson because there's other things that are part of the lesson That's right that's
4: um, right and and, uh, and they're uh, in addition to the small group smaller group questions to help them digest what they're learning uh, they they look at a saint of the week to, to yeah. learn how this is lived out in someone's life in a heroic way they're sent off with a challenge of the week yes that they discuss the next week they come back so it, it's all uh, learning again with with the, with the aim of transformation and with bringing them to a, a deep Christian life.
0: That's true. I, I love how you keep coming back to that and, and that I think if anything is, is, is a huge point that I want people our listeners to, to, to understand that this, it's so true. We're not just giving them knowledge. This is about c- catching their, you know, the, the hearts burning. <laughs> We're not our hearts burning, you know. And I love how the caution flammable or flammable, I guess you'd say, <laughs> in the States. <laughs> yes. Right? It's like, it's like let's g- th- give them the knowledge but also try to capture their hearts um, and let the Holy right. Spirit do what the Holy Spirit is doing. So every package comes with the, the DVD set. So those are the, the eight DVDs. Um, there's a yep. student workbook. There's a leaders guide. There's also a sponsors guide and a parents guide. Talk to talk to us about those two uh, uh, pieces. Yeah.
4: Very often, a kid is not going to grow in faith beyond what they're seeing their their parents do. You know, so we're we're trying to hit the whole family with this uh-huh. uh, to to make it easy for parents to engage their kids in a meaningful way in what's going on. So so the parent guide, the sponsor guide. It, it helps them, give them practical tools for walking through this process of, of learning and conversion uh, with their their child, which I think is going to touch a lot of parents' hearts along the way. Right. Because exactly. our, our faith is as beautiful and compelling as it was 2,000 years ago. When, when people hear it in a conv- convincing and compelling way, which I think this is doing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, I love that. Um so it, it it's really easy to get. I'm going to give leave people with the website a little later. Um but so uh, I guess people would have to purchase or parishes or whoever the group would have to purchase the whole package and make sure that at least each confirmation child has um the student guide and the parent guide and the I guess those come together. That's it. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Now, and what sort of Price range? Are we looking at? It? Am Are We're going to freak people out, or
4: no? I you know, you know what? I'm not even positive about that. I I I just I just uh, try to say inspiring things and <laughs> and write stuff. I, I think they're pricing it at like forty bucks or something for each student.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah. then
4: then you have the DVD series, uh, uh, you know, above that, which is a one time purchase for a pair. Absolutely. We so yeah. tried to make the pricing something that wouldn't uh, scare people away. Yes. That was kind of what people are used to paying. And plus, I mean, there's also a certain thing about the price point that that shows people, you know, I'm going to invest a little bit in my kid's faith, and I I think that's part of the learning experience, to be honest with you.
0: No, and just, Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. And just to, I mean, again, I don't want to turn people away, but whatever. I mean, I mentioned it to my pastor, and it's like, yeah, I mean, if you tell the parents that they have to pay 40 bucks so that the kids get confirmed, uh, for most families, that's not an issue. And I'm sure if it's an issue for some families, the parishes can figure out a way to help them out. Um, yeah, absolutely. Because it's it's a great great resource. I'm I'm really pumped. I'm just I'm just upset that you didn't ask me to do one of the videos, but that's okay. Next, well, next time, time we're getting you when you throw uh, in you know the Canadian content in there, so that it's not all about the Declaration <laughs> of Independence, but we do a little Canadian stuff. Um we, right. we can make sure. I, I I'm happy that you have a deacon. It's just not me, but he's a good looking guy, so that's okay. Um, yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> he's a big but guy. I don't want to mess with him. Not all right? our
4: kids speak Canadian, so we had to. Uh... <laughs> So that was
0: stupid. <laughs> That's okay. We're going right. to try to get this in parishes, not just in the States, but also in Canada. Um, Chris, we, we got to leave it there. Um, but thank you so much. This is the, You're doing great work in general. But thank you for, for, for putting your heart into this one, because this one, it, I think, is going to make a huge difference in a lot of people's lives. I
4: think so, too. Thanks again. Appreciate your time.
0: Chris Stefanik is a speaker, author, and a real-life Catholic. He spends most of his time speaking to young people about the faith, and you can learn all about him at his website, reallifecatholic.com. Chris is also the co-author of this confirmation resource called Chosen, which is published by Ascension Press, and you can learn more at confirmationstudy.com. Here now is our featured artist of the week, Joe Melendris, with Sacred from his album, Kingdom Come.
5: Said you give up and give in to all the fakeness, lost dreams, words breaking the spirit of the living. I- Take you were made for more, now you were made to soar, now you were made to relate and to praise the Lord. Why let go? You are special, believe in yourself, see your potential, then stay devoted. Remain chosen, let your heart glow forever in this moment. You know he's been there, you know he's been rare. Dignity and honor is gone, it's so unfair, but I. You care, and God's right here. He'll never leave you, no matter how defeated. Lost or forsaken, your spirit has meaning. And that's why you're set apart for a reason. should you wonder if you just quit what will happen will you be missed uh, yes you will here's the deal you are alive and life is what you feel this is the tribe time but you can make it still your purpose is what makes you real so let's proceed and walk together you are never alone but forever accept I will bring you home for our time is measured But we must live on, let heaven be our treasure Oh, pray for all who hurt people Pray for the hearts that they may be healed To air human, to forgive divine Just trust in God and you'll be fine so different but who is it normal is a word not a state of existence what's missing your mission brought into this world to love and love living don't give in you're better than that it'll only increase the pain and never subtract get hate off the brain there's no time for that instead develop a plan to rejoice and be glad
0: That was Joe Melendres with Sacred, featuring the beautiful vocals of Danielle Rose. Now, if you go by what you just heard or by seeing photos of him, Joe Melendres appears to be like any other hip-hop artist, whether Christian or not. But if you take a closer look, you'll see something else. Joe has a degree in religious studies and works as a pastoral retreat minister at a high school. When he's not running retreats, Joe is making music, and Joe's music has been heard all over, including Uganda, Rome, Australia, Brazil, and Spain for World Youth Day 2011. His third and latest album, which we've been listening to, is titled Kingdom Come. And to tell us more about that album and about the great work that he's doing, I am now joined all the way from California by Joe Melendres. Joe, welcome to the Salt and Light Hour.
6: Hey, hey,
0: how's it going? It's going Happy good. Summer. Thank you. Well, it's almost summer here in Canada. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's good. You guys have summer in California all the time.
6: Yeah, it's it's already getting hot
0: here. Is it? Now, you grew up Catholic, right? Um yes, but sir. but when you were a teenager, you went to an ACTS retreat. Uh, our listeners we've talked about ACTS Adoration, Community, Theology, and Service. In fact, we spoke about it. I don't know if you know Ben Apollinar from Houston. Okay. He told us about okay. it just recently. So you went to an Acts retreat. Tell us what happened.
6: Yeah, well, the Acts retreat, it was actually the first teen Acts retreat um, in San Antonio. And because most Acts is more geared towards adults, so uh, a senior in high school invited me to go on it. I, went, I was going to an all-boys Catholic high school, and you know, I was into more performing, I was into, you know, you know, I was into Justin Timberlake and the Usher and, you know, developing my stage presence, stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, I can do a retreat. God wasn't, you know, a, a big focal part of my life. He was involved in my life, but he wasn't the center. Yeah. And so I went on this retreat and I had this really powerful experience on the retreat where I call it almost like an anointing. And I started crying, weeping, and it wasn't tears of sadness. It wasn't tears of joy. It was tears of the spirit. It was mm-hmm. tears that were not of this world, and I knew at that moment that God was real and that He had a special plan for my life, and that He wanted me to share Him with others. Because I looked around and not everybody was crying like I was crying. Yeah. And so it's like the Spirit touched me in a special way. Um, so it was. It was a, a. It was. I say it's as if He activated my spirit and my soul at that moment. And I, I like, I, I came alive. So right. How, that was a big moment for me. I was 15 years old. You
0: were 15 years old. Now, you said you were, so you were already doing music. You were already performing. Mm-hmm. Um, were you? Yeah. So you were on that track. Were you thinking I'm going to be a performing you know, musician when I grew up?
6: I was in, when I was in eighth grade, I was in a talent show um, at my eighth grade school. And uh, we, I did Bye, 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 which is, you know, a classic Instinct song. Yeah. And uh, <sighs> I got this bug. when I, I was always a shy kid. I loved playing basketball. But that, after that one performance, I was like, wow, I want to do this. And so, you know, it, it kind of started a fire inside of me. And so I wanted to pursue it and grow my talent, develop it. So I practiced a lot, dance a lot. And I knew that, you know, I couldn't, I didn't have the vocals that Justin Timberlake or Michael Jackson or Usher had. Uh-huh. So I, got, I had to find a new way of expressing it. Well then when i when god touched my life i'm like wow well i don't want to leave this behind why don't i i mess them together why don't i use my my uh hunger for performing and sharing um god with other people so it's like it's like mixing both and so i decided to start rapping because i also i love hip-hop as well okay. and i saw that you know a lot of our youth connect with hip-hop today and i was like you know what better way is to really you know experience god through powerful music um, in, in hip-hop so that's why I started pursuing and okay. kind of playing with um, making Christian rap
0: right now but you didn't you enter a contest that 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 had you uh, doing hip-hop or rapping um, yeah
6: it's um you know I I uh, I started rapping when I was in, in high school but then when I went to college at University of Dayton uh Catholic Mary's University in Ohio yeah um there was this contest at this restaurant called Chipotle is pretty popular now it's all over the place and and it's just, the contest is geared to help basically bring other college students to Chipotle. So I entered this contest, and I, I was supposed to be just write an essay, but I wrote an essay and recorded a rap. Uh-huh. And, um, and I ended up winning the contest, and I ended up winning three burritos a day every day for <laughs> one year.
0: <laughs> That's great. Did you eat all of them, or did you share them? And
6: Well, it's not the thing. People are like, what are you doing? Are you going to freeze them? Are going to store them? I'm like, you know, got the Holy Spirit let me. And I was like, you know, i had actually come to this realization that, you know, sharing meals with people is very Eucharistic Mm, in form. And that if every meal I could share with somebody new, share with somebody, learn about their life, talk about faith, bring God, that could be very Eucharistic. And so God gave me this opportunity now with free food every day for a year. So I started bringing people that I know, that I didn't know. Um, I would make announcements after church and say, hey, anyone to go to Chipotle this week, let me know. Huh. email me at chipotlejoe at com. Right. you know, and I was like making appointments to new people and it turned into this ministry. And it was like this, there's like a retreat in an hour with free food and it was incredible.
0: Nice. Now your first, yeah. y- your first album is a rosary rap album. How did that mm-hmm. idea come about?
6: Well, actually from the axe retreat, one of one of the portions on the is teaching the rosary uh-huh. to, to the teams on retreat. And when I started leading acts after I went on it, um, you know, I started praying the rosary, uh, consistently, and I started experiencing so many graces in my life, and I'm like, people have got to experience this, especially young people. And so, um, they said, my director said, Hey, Joe, you pray the rosary, right? I said, Yeah. He said, Well, can you do something creative to, to share the rosary with people? I was like, Yeah, what do you think about like a, a rosary wrap? She's like, <laughs> I like it. Go for it. Nice. I'm like, Okay. So, you know, I was just sitting in the back of, of my English class, and, I wrote this little rosary rap, and um, the the chorus of that that intro was, don't matter how you say it, speak it from your face, let it start from your heart, hail Mary full of grace.
0: right? And that
6: if it's coming from our heart, from our soul, everything can be a prayer. And so that's why the rosary rap is basically the entire rosary with music behind it that can help you go deeper into meditation uh, and to understand the rosary and make it come to life um, for me, I'm a very creative person and visual person, so yeah, it yeah. helps me to pray, and I think it helps others to pray as well. So it was designed as a as a tool to help teens pray on a retreat, and then my director said, "Hey, you made you've gone this far. you made an intro. make the whole c d nice. and um that was that was a scary moment for me, but you know, uh, six years later, I launched the official album.
0: uh-huh, good. um y- you now run what you call Joe Melendra's Ministries. so yeah. what is your focus what what do you do?
6: Well, the, the, the tagline for Joe Monday's Ministries is building a generation of believers. So uh-huh. our goal in Joe Monday's Ministries is to evangelize, constantly use innovative ways to, to make disciples of all nations. And specifically what we've been focusing on um, right now is through music, um, through the, the CDs I've been putting out, through yeah. the inspirational concert experiences. I travel to a lot of different schools, churches, parishes, um, you know, do youth rallies and really try to inspire um, all people, but especially young people, and try to fan that flame and let the Holy Spirit just move inside their lives. So that's that's one one method. That. Another thing is really important to me because I was kind of changed by it was a retreat. So mm-hmm. retreat experiences are super important. Yesterday, yeah. I just did an eighth grade retreat um, at a parish uh, in 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 uh, Los Angeles, and it's just like to me to build those relationships. To let the experience go beyond just an hour in a concert Yeah. It's super powerful. Yeah. So that's why I love doing that. And then the third aspect is faith-based apparel because yeah. I would say everyone's got to put clothes on. Why not clothe yourself with God? Why not clothe yourself with Spirit and, and promote your faith uh, and, and represent what you believe? So I created a, a clothing line called God's Flag Apparel yeah, nice. so people can wear their faith.
0: Good, that's so cool. Now you're you're busy. I'm just gonna rhyme off some dates here in in, in case people sure. are in the area. June twenty second and twenty-seventh in, in Simi Valley, California, June twenty eighth in Amarillo, Texas. July 11th, 13th, you're in Spain at the Multifestival David. Um, mm-hmm. July 17th, you're you you're back in LA. August 8th and 9th in Hawaii. You, do you need a deacon to go with you to Hawaii? Yeah,
6: <laughs> I mean, if you want to come. <laughs> yes, that'd be great. And then,
0: and then you're back in California. People can get all those dates, all your tour dates at your website. Um, yeah. I, I don't want to let you go until you give us the, the, the new album that we've been listening to, Kingdom Come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a meaning to that title for you. Uh, I, I I sense, and maybe I, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but that's kind of where your ministry is going right now in terms of bringing heaven yeah. on earth. Tell us about Kingdom you know, Come. For,
6: yeah, to me, I mean, heaven has always been an underlying issue, like an underlying message in all of my raps. That from Fully Alive, I I lean towards it, and then you know other songs I've written. I'm constantly so for after I, I released my second album is fully Live, And even during Rosie rap, I, I always wanted to do a kingdom come album. I knew that it was going to be the yeah. third title of my third album. So the Holy Spirit really led that to me. But for me, it's like, we, we need, we need this. We need to bring heaven to earth. We need to prepare for the kingdom. We need to understand that the, our citizenship is in heaven, that God has a place prepared for us, that this is a temporary home, but we must do the best that we can while we're here. So for me and growing and maturing in my faith, to focus on God's kingdom um, was is really powerful and and like you say it's very relevant to me right now and I feel that the Holy Spirit was calling me to share that um, with others.
0: Amen. Joe, we gotta leave it there, but thank you so much for A, a for you. coming on the show. It's been great. We've been trying to get get you on the show for a while now. Um, and for doing what you do and for sharing that with us today. Keep, my keep it up. My God bless you. Joe Melendres is a uh, singer, songwriter, hip hop artist, retreat leader, speaker. You can find out more about him, buy his music, or book him for your parish or your event at his website, joemelendres.com. Here now is Joe with Forever Alive from that new album, Kingdom Come. You are alive!
5: Time both human and divine. His love for us is why he lived, he died. Now that he's come and gone, his love is on and on. We are forever strong. His power is a song. God is the only king, the Lord of everything. In a prayer we may see our holy destiny Believe with all your heart Your faith will take you far Don't wish upon a star Cause heaven's where we are yeah! Love to you, breathe, the spirit comes to you. Believe what God's done for you. Reach, and God will come to you. Forgive, forgive the sins of sins. Just let go, repent and sins Escape from the world that the culture is. Bless His name, enter in heaven, eternal life, faith and works, right and right. Love is the answer every time. So keep his word, so sharp and bright. Good news, it is the truth. Testify by what you do. As the Father sent me, so I send you now. Look around. It's all. Brand new Yeah
0: We're listening to Joe Malendris with Forever Alive from his new album, Kingdom Come. And that concludes this special edition of the Salt and Light Hour. Remember to visit our website, saltandlighttv.org radio. Thank you for listening. I'm Deacon Pedro. One thing
5: remains, we all will die, but God died and raised. Now he's alive on the throne of grace. His presence is our dwelling place. No more tears, no more pain. Even death has passed away. We just come in Christ today.